Welcome to Making the Leap, the podcast for women who are ready to jump into their future and make those lady boss business dreams come true. With your host, me, Rachel Perry, fellow female entrepreneur, wife, mom, and your personal business building guru. This is where we get real and talk about all the things you need to kick some serious entrepreneurial booty. From overcoming limiting beliefs to sharing the specific strategies I've used to build my own online business from the ground up. I've got you covered, girl. I'm going to be your new BFF when it comes to balancing life, momming, and business with poise, peace of mind, and of course, the power of a good set of fake eyelashes. Forget all the stories you've been told and the choices you've been given. You can have it all, and I'm going to show you how. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Making the Leap. I am pumped up about the topic this week. I just got finished doing a business boot camp with some direct sellers, and this was a topic that came up that really seemed to hit home for them. And it's something that can really benefit any small business owner. So today we're going to be talking about identifying your ideal customer or client. Ooh, it's going to be good. But before we get started with that, I just wanted to say how much I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to me every week as I share everything with you, I feel like. It just means the world to me. And to those of you who've been leaving reviews, my heart is so full. So thank you so very much. I'm recording this just before I head out and head across the pond to the UK. I'm going to be emceeing an event over there. And I'm really so excited because I don't know if I've shared this before, but I am originally from England. I was born in Brighton, England, and I didn't move to the States until I was nine years old. And I actually didn't become an American until eight years ago. So I've got lots of family over there. My younger brother actually moved back over there a few years ago, actually more than a few years ago, like 12 years ago, maybe even more than that. So anyway, I'm excited because I get to see him. It's just worked out so beautifully, and I'm so thrilled to bits that I get to do this. But I needed to get this taken care of before I leave because that is not going to be happening when I'm over there. I'm going to be so jet lagged tomorrow. It's not even funny. So just wanted to fill you in on what's happening in my life because, <laughs> well, I mean, I think that you care. I wish I could take all of you with me. I cannot wait. I think the thing that I'm most excited about doing is going to the grocery store, Sainsbury's, Tesco's, whatever's around, and just buying all the chocolate, all the junk food, because I have such fond memories of all the good stuff over there. And every time I go to England, I literally spend so much money on all those goodies to bring back home. In fact, I'm actually contemplating taking an additional suitcase. That's how serious this problem is that I have. It's serious. Like it's big. So, (laughs) oh, and it's so embarrassing when I go to the store, but not so embarrassing that I stop, you know, 
But anyway, (laughs) that is not what this podcast is about. Oh, but if you're listening and you're thinking, what is your favorite thing to eat over there? Well, let me just tell you, I love anything Cadbury's. So I'm really excited about getting my hands on some of that. Got to get the crunchies. I've got to get the Maltesers. I love, love, love the cheddars over there. They're these crackers prawn cocktail crisps. Yeah. I mean, the list goes on. We don't have time for me to tell you everything that I love. But just know that I do love me some English junk food. (laughs) And I'm really excited because this event that I'm emceeing is for none other than Laura Payne Stanley. Y'all know her. She's in episode 30 of this podcast. So I'm going to be emceeing her event, and I am thrilled to bits about it. It's going to be such an incredible time. She actually had to tell me, because I was thinking I was going to need to, you know, maybe take down Rachel a notch or two, because I'm a lot, right? And those Brits are going to see me and hear me and think, okay, American, Okay, bring it down. And she said, please don't do that. Bring all of you. So I'm going to keep you posted on how that goes. (laughs) Hopefully they won't turn around and run out the door when they see me or hear me. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about this week. This week, like I said, we're going to be talking about who is your ideal client. So let's get started, shall we? All right. Okay. Your ideal client. Now you might think when I say, you know, who is your ideal client? You might be like, oh, I know it is men and women. Okay. Maybe you're a little bit more specific. It's men and women who need my services. Okay. So here's the thing. When I was leading this business bootcamp last week, and it was for direct sellers, but this is going to be a lesson that can apply to any business owner. A lot of them had a very hard time understanding who their target audience was. And the reason for that is because they are looking at it through the eyes of someone who like, because they think, you know what, my product can benefit everyone. Well, heck, yeah, it can. But that's not who your ideal client is. You've got to get it figured out. You've got to get specific. Because if you don't know who your ideal client is, your messaging is going to be all wrong. So what do I mean by that? Well, if you have a product, let's say you are a coach, or let's say you are a direct seller, or you're a copywriter, your services, everyone can benefit from copywriting, okay? Any business owner can benefit from copywriting. Let's say you're a direct seller and you sell bags. Okay, well, many people can benefit from organizational tools and bags, okay? Men and women of all ages, all right? But the way you speak to different people is different. (laughs) For lack of a better word, it's going to be different. You won't speak to a 25-year-old with the same language that you speak to a 50-year-old. It's just a different language. Okay, now I'm not saying that you don't have conversations with people of all ages. That's not what I'm saying. But the needs and the struggles and the life experiences are different. Okay, which is why it is so important to narrow down who your ideal customer or client is. When you are speaking on social media, when you're speaking in an email, when you are training, when you are running ads, when you, whatever you're doing, you need to be speaking to that one person. Now, some of you might be thinking, okay, well, Rachel, that doesn't make any sense because if I just speak to one person, then I'm not going to make much money. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is 
you speak to one person, so many people are going to fall into that category. Okay, so many people are going to fall into that category. But when you speak to that one person, you're going to hit home way more than when you're just very broad with your conversation and your messaging. So the other day, actually, it was as if we were linked which could possibly be the case. My good friend, Tyler McCall, if you don't follow him on Instagram, you need to. But Tyler, actually, the day after we talked about the target client or the ideal customer in my boot camp, he talked about it too. And he said, if you're not talking to one person, you are missing everything because your messaging is not going to work. It's not going to hit home. Have you ever been scrolling through Facebook or scrolling through Instagram or watching a commercial or and it's as if you feel like that person who is talking or describing things is in your head? Has that ever happened to you where you're like, oh my gosh, they just described me to a T. How do they know this so well? Has that ever happened to you where you're like, oh my gosh, get out of my head right now. And I'm not just talking about how Google knows how you've searched for those shoes for Ed Nordstrom and those shoes show up on every page that you look at. I'm literally talking about when you read something like that or you see something or and you think, oh my gosh, you're in my head. That is because you are that person, that business, whoever, you are their ideal customer because you are like, get out of my head right now. Okay, that's what you want to be doing for your audience. You want to be so in their head that they're like, how did you know that this is what I struggle with? How did you know that? Okay, you guys imagine when someone speaks to you like that, aren't you just totally engaged and all in? Yeah, because it's like someone gets you. They get the pain that you're in or they get the situation you're in or they understand there's this empowerment that happens when someone else understands where you are coming from, the struggles that you have. There is so much power in that. And if you are selling a product and you are speaking to your ideal customer, you are in their head. And that, my friends, is how you win them over. That's how you sell your product because they trust you because you know what they're going through. It's hard to understand all walks of life. It's hard to understand all age groups. It's hard to, especially if you haven't been that age, right? You have to really understand your target, or I keep saying target audience, but your ideal customer. Okay, so I'm going to give you some ideas on how to do this. But before I do that, if your objection is yes, but, okay, P.S., don't ever start a sentence or a thought with yes, but, okay, because that means you're not hearing, you're not being coachable. But if you are saying, yeah, but my product, everybody can benefit from my product, I'm going to say to you, nope, yes, sure, many people can benefit from your product or your service. But guess what? You need to get more specific because when you get more specific, you're going to be more successful because people are going to resonate with you. There are so many people in this world. There are so many people on social media. There are so many people who can benefit from your product and services, but you're not here to offer your services and your product to all those people. You're here to focus on one specific type of person. Why? Because when you know your target, when you know that person inside and out, sister, there is just no stopping you and your success. 
Okay, you need to know your ideal client inside and out. Some people give her a name or him a name. Some people write a story, like write it all out. Why? Because you get to know that person so clearly what their struggles are, what their pain points are, what they love, what lights them up, what time they go to bed at night. (laughs) Now, again, you guys, I don't want you to get caught up in these details here where you're like, well, I don't know what time they go to bed. Well, but some people go to bed at nine and some people go to bed at 10. Okay, let's not get stuck in the weeds here. My point is, I want you to get as specific as you possibly can. For example, maybe you are a small business owner and you just feel connected to women. You feel like you want to serve women. Okay, awesome. What kind of women? How old are they? What are they struggling with? What are their pain points? What keeps them awake at night? What lights them up? What do they get so excited about? What do they think about? What are their goals in life? You need to know the answers to all of these questions, okay? So here's how you're gonna figure out who your ideal client is. The first question you're gonna ask yourself is, who are you? Are you a mom? Are you engaged? Are you single? Are you a dog mom? Are you a cat mom? Who are you? And who were you a couple of years ago? What were your struggles? What are your struggles? But more so, what were your struggles? Because you see, our ideal client is usually us just a few years ago, okay? For example, I work with direct sellers. Now, I was a direct seller, and I know what it was like to struggle through a business. I know what that was like. I know what it was like, how hard it was to build a business. And I learned so many lessons. So now I'm teaching direct sellers how to have a consistent and profitable business. Well, that's because I did it, right? And that's my strength. So I get even more specific with these direct sellers. But yes, those are my people, okay? Now, I want you to think about that for you. Who were you a few years ago? Now, I'm thinking about my girl, Lynn, okay? And she's a copywriter and she loves to write. She's always loved to write. That is a gift of hers. So she is starting out in her business and she is working as much as she can along with her full-time job or on the side, I should say. And her goal is to eventually leave her full-time job and have this copywriting business full-time. Well, her ideal client is going to be someone who hates writing, who struggles with writing, who doesn't understand how to write persuasively. She is going to be, and with Lynn, I don't know, but I feel like she works with women, okay? And she gets what it's like to start a new business. But this is a gift of hers, right? This is where she excels. So her ideal client is someone who needs her help, is someone who needs that gift of writing, Okay, and she can get even more specific with that because her experience is with, for example, if she is in corporate America, she has that understanding of that world. So she can help people write from that perspective. Okay, now I just gave you an example of how sometimes your ideal client is you a few years ago. Well, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's someone who just needs so desperately the gift that you can offer them. Okay. So think about that. The second thing is to get really specific. And I know that doesn't make sense necessarily, okay? Let me give you an example. Last year when I started my coaching business, I was doing it on the side. I was still working with direct sellers with the tag team, but I was doing my coaching business on the side. And I didn't want to work with direct sellers because I was doing that with the tag team and I felt like maybe it was time for me to expand beyond direct sellers. But I really wanted to work with women. So I brought on some women 
coached them, loved it, loved every minute of it. But you know what? There's nothing that really set me apart from other people who coach women entrepreneurs. What was my niche? I didn't have it. I worked with so many different women and their businesses, and it was awesome. I worked with bloggers. I worked with teachers. I'm still working with a teacher. I'm working with a copywriter, and I love it. But here's the thing, you guys. I wasn't being specific enough, which is why now I'm realizing, no, you know what? My area of expertise is direct sellers. Those are my people. Those are the people I need to be coaching. Does that mean I don't coach other people? Does that mean I don't coach other women entrepreneurs how to build a business? Heck no, it doesn't. But the people I speak to are the direct sellers, okay? Now, does that mean that I'm not gonna coach an online business owner? No, heck no, right? That's gonna be something that I do on the side because I have built a very successful business and I do know how to do it and I can and love to coach them. But for the most part, my messaging is going to be towards those direct sellers because that is the business that I'm growing. Does that make sense? Before my business just, it felt like I was floundering. I wasn't, but it felt that way. I felt frustrated because I didn't have that specificity. Did I say that word right? (laughs) I didn't have that detail. I didn't have that niche. I was just helping women. It was too broad. You've got to get specific, okay? If you are in direct sales, your product, you are going to think about who are you and who were you a few years ago? What did your product do for you? What does your business do for you? What did becoming this business owner do for you? What are the needs that you had? What are the struggles that you had? Okay. If you are an online business owner, the services, the products that you offer, what are they doing? Who are they helping? Who is the person who has that pain point? Who is that person you're speaking to? Okay. You've got to narrow it down. And I don't want you to fall under that illusion that the bigger is better, broader is better, because it's not. Because when you aren't specific people, you're not speaking their language, right? When I was just speaking to all women who wanted to grow or start a business, Okay, like, why are they going to pick me over Coach B over there? And yes, I'm Coach A, (laughs) right? Like, what sets me apart? You want to be set apart, okay? So don't be afraid to get specific. And then get to know your ideal client inside and out. I suggested before to start writing out, kind of describe your person, detail, like I said, what her pain points are, what she struggles with, what she thinks about when she goes to sleep at night, you know, or what keeps her awake at night, what she loves to do, what are her hobbies, because the more specific you get, the more you get to know her, the better your messaging is going to be. And when your messaging is clear, guess what? Your audience is going to be like, oh, she's in my head. How does she know that? That's what you are striving for. You're striving for that person to go, oh my gosh, you get me. You guys have all heard, I would imagine, the like, know, and trust factor. People need to like you, they need to know you, and they need to trust you, and then they're going to buy, okay? By you showing them that you know them, you understand them, you get them, that builds that like, know, and trust factor. And that's what you need. So my encouragement to you is to spend some time today or tomorrow or this week and really figure out who your ideal client is if you don't know. And when you think, if you are thinking in your mind, well, no, everyone can benefit from my services. Stop yourself because yes, everyone can benefit from your services, I'm sure. But you've got to get specific because speaking to the masses 
is not going to grow your business, but speaking to that specific person is, okay? All right. I hope you found this helpful. I would love to hear your thoughts. As always, I appreciate it when you share me out there and leave me a review. I'm so excited to be back here next week because I'll be telling you all about my trip to England. So until then, you guys take care. That's it for this week's episode of Making the Leap. Thank you so much for joining me today, you guys. And hey, listen, if you love today's show and have a friend who might benefit from this episode or even the whole podcast, send them a link, share this episode or screenshot it, share it on Instagram and tag me at Rachel A. Perry. I would truly be so honored. And as a thank you for sharing me on Instagram, you'll be entered into a drawing for an Amazon gift card. Who doesn't love Amazon Prime. Am I right? And hey, listen, if you haven't already, come and hang out with me over on Instagram where I share all kinds of craziness and free resources to help you make the leap both in business and in life. Because let's face it, life and business can be hard. So why not get all the help we can? Till next week, my friends, take care.